Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. I kind of get tired of this. It's almost like an implied assumption that has come up several times for me in my experience, um, that if you're not always trying to have everything be positive and rosy and happy, then it must be that instead you prefer emotional turmoil or sadness or drama or pain because, you know, it like you're comfortable there or you just like aren't comfortable unless um, things are painful or stirred up or, you know, that it's some sort of like sick need of yours or something. I don't know that you're just kind of on that team. It's like you can if you're not on the happiness only team, then you're on the sadness um, and emotional upheaval team uh, only. And it's sort of just like this silly, simplistic, shallow, like one way or the other black and white thinking view that kind of irritates me. um, Because and and the reason that I'm even bringing this up is I thought of a metaphor uh, that better explains where I stand on the subject. (laughs) Because, um, you know, when people are downplaying or talking badly about sadness or about pain, you know, like, oh, well, because, you know, then that would be painful or, well, then I was sad and I don't like being sad or, you know, sad was awful or something, you know, this is like just they're talking crap about the negative emotional realm or the, you know, emotional turmoil side of things. I won't go along with it. I won't go along with it. Um, and then I get a lot of like, oh, well, so you don't think that's horrible? I mean, you like that? You, you're you trying to create it? You like want that in your life? Uh, you know, and of course, um, it's even come up in relationships. I think there's many women out there <laughs> that have probably heard kind of the same little phrase. Maybe men too, you know, um, have heard this from their significant other. But, you know, when you're bringing up the garbage, the turmoil that needs to be brought up, you know, you kind of get tagged as like, why do you want to drudge this stuff up? Are you trying to create problems? Is this like the only time you're comfortable? You like this? You like feeling like this? You like feeling upset? And like, to be fair, there are actually people who are on the other extreme. They are kind of addicted to drama. It's because maybe they had a lot of it when they were a kid and it doesn't feel safe and cozy or comfortable or familiar without it. And it is actually a wound or a sickness or a skew that is imbalanced too far in that direction. But for the most of us um, that aren't totally setting our sights on happiness and positivity and rosiness only um, that are a little bit more like, you know, realism is okay with me or both are okay with me. Um, For the most of us, yeah, it's not like that. We're not bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it's a little too, I don't know, just like a broad uh, generalization for you to say, you know, for the most of us, the metaphor is like um, sweet and salty food. (laughs) Um, The metaphor to me was like, all right, sweet and salty food. Um, I'm not going to talk crap about salty food because I like it. And I'm not going to talk crap about sweet food. It doesn't mean like if someone says, do you like sweet food? Yeah, I like sweets. Um, Do you? Oh, okay. Well, then I guess that means you don't like the salty stuff. Like, 
No, I like that too. <laughs> you know, um, or what? You know, the other way around, where it's like you don't like sweets. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess it must mean that you like salty. Like, no, it doesn't actually mean either. Like, I actually like both, and I like both because of the other you know it's like my appreciation for both depends upon the other i like the contrast i like the variety i want there to be both sweet and salty things or else i'm not going to be satisfied i don't pick one or like see it that way where you know i like sweets and i define myself that way and i just like go for only sweets i wouldn't like sweets anymore that would overindulge me in sweets and i would get tired of them if i didn't also have some variety or some contrast and have some salty too and so you know but i don't talk negatively about salty because of my undying love for sweets <laughs> like i love sweets yeah salties aren't my thing or you know i don't try to avoid salty like it's so silly um it seems like why can't we understand this concept of sort of liking both and needing both i Stand on the side of both um, negative emotions and positive ones. I like them both. I need them both. I need them both in equal measure. Sometimes it feels time to have salty and sometimes it feels time to have sweet. And, you know, my taste preferences don't have to be the same as others. And I can understand that if I'm in the mood for salty and that other person is in the mood for sweet. I got it. We got to work it out. We got to come with compromise, whatever. It's not like I'm trying to impose that on anybody else. But sometimes in a relationship, it's time to deal with some of the stuff that needs to be handled. And it's time to dig deeper and analyze and bring things to the surface and clear things out. And it doesn't mean that I'm trying to stir up trouble or that I just like to feel sad about something at all times at all you know um it actually yeah it gives me more capacity to appreciate the sweetness because i've had some salty on my palate too or you know being said or understood a different way i am clearing out some of the negative emotional stuff that might give me more capacity for having the um for appreciating the positive or just for allowing the positives to come in um, and it doesn't even have to be a causality type of relationship. It could just be, you know, variety. I, you know, sometimes need, want both. You know, it's just I, um, I don't know. I just don't get that. And it's not all the time that people say that, but there is a strange implication, you know, like the second that you're kind of like, yeah, I'm not all about just like, see, my goal, my directive in my mind isn't like to only have positive emotions or to only be happy. Ah, uh, that's not my approach. <laughs> like, Mine is to be alive. And that would include both, you know, and a experience and a flavor of them all. And, you know, then people will be like, so you like to be sad? I mean, nobody likes to be sad. And it's kind of like, uh, I don't really know how to answer you. Because my answer is like kind of yes, I mean, but also no at the same time, like sadness by definition means that, you know, you're kind of upset. And so we don't even define like that way. So, of course, I don't like it. I feel totally stirred up and totally um, in that place of like, ah, yeah, like get me out of here a little bit. Yeah. For sure. So does that seem like I like it? No. But do I also like it? Yeah. Like, do I like the variety? Do I like being in that state sometimes because it exercises that part of me that's like, 
really I want to get out of here so I'm going to look deep and get serious and get focused and get real about what it is that got me here or how it is that I can get out. It's like the puzzle solving part of you. I mean, why do people go and do escape rooms for fun? You know, that get me out of here thing. There is something focused and interesting about that. And, you know, so anyway, yeah, there's another part of me that another definition of like that I can answer. Yes, I do kind of like it. And it's beautiful. I can notice it as beautiful. I mean, gosh, you know, there is a beauty to someone being sad because of the shared connection, the shared experience. Like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what it's like to be sad. And I see how soft and sweet and tender and vulnerable and real and human you are because I see you sad right now. And, you know, I'm feeling that too. I feel my own tenderness when I'm sad. I feel that I am um, touchable and I am breakable and I am, you know, all of those sort of soft things. Um, I feel my own humanity, whatever. So I don't think, I feel like people do describe those things sometimes, but um, ah, I don't know, like when in the heck are we going to move away culturally Um from this really almost like caveman view of like, be only happy. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. Positivity, positivity only. Just keep positive things in your mind. Like, what? I mean, I just, I don't think that's even the answer to feeling the most alive. That's not going to lead you to your most happy, abundant, whatever these like overplayed words are that everybody keeps tossing out in conjunction, you know, where it's like, if you want abundance, uh, then, you know, focus on positivity or what. I just, I don't even think so. Like those things, those things, those words that you're talking about are bigger than one dimension or the other. They're much bigger than that. They are things like alive and abundance. Those include both. Those include all. Those include the variety. Um, I don't know. It's like you're using a word like I want to really taste or enjoy food. Okay, cool. You definitely shouldn't set up sweet as your goal then. You know, like you would have to be like all the tastes. I love them all. I'm going to find a way to like them all. Um, even the ones that are like spicy. And if somebody's like, did that feel good to your mouth? Well, by very definition, spicy doesn't necessarily feel good to your mouth. There are definitely some spicy lovers that would say, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And those are the people who have truly found a way to appreciate and embrace that flavor. They are probably more... Um, you know, of a food connoisseur, more of that. I want to taste. They're more in touch with their real taste because they can actually say that spicy feels good to their mouth. But most people would say like, well, it doesn't really feel good. I mean, it does kind of burn. It does kind of hurt. And I do kind of want to get out of it. Like, ooh, you know, because it triggers that same thing that sadness does where it's like, oh my God, I want this to end or I want to get out of here. Um, but there's something in that too. There's stimulation in that. It makes you feel alive um, and you know, people 
enjoy that feeling. Some have gotten themselves to the level of where they can say, yes, I like it. It does feel good to my mouth. Whereas others would say, no, it doesn't feel good, but somehow I still like spicy or I don't like spicy, you know, whatever. But it really is kind of the same thing. And I'm saying, you know, in order to feel alive, in order to feel fulfilled, in order to feel abundant or whatever, all these words that people toss out, oh, it's not happiness. (laughs) It's not just the one. It's not just positivity. It's not, you know, sadness feels bad anger feels bad uh you know all of that it's that's not going to get you there real tasting is a whole new level where you can be like yes it feels good to my mouth even when it is on fire and i'm wanting it to stop (laughs) um I still like that feeling. That is a good feeling, you know, something to that effect, which seems so jumbled and difficult to understand. But yeah, I, I feel like I get it. I may not be in it and in, like in that place of understanding at all times, but like that's definitely something I get well enough to, um, to not be on the side of, yeah, sadness is icky. Of course, who would want to be sad? Like, I cannot stand for that. (laughs) I can't say those things. Um, But it doesn't mean that I'm like some huge proponent of sadness, like going around preaching that everyone should be sad. That doesn't mean that. It's not just like two, you know, black and white things. Um, And it doesn't mean I'm against happiness either. (laughs) It doesn't mean that I'm like so stern and severe that I don't think people should be happy. It doesn't mean either. It just means that like real taste is all of it all of it and not just enduring all of it and not just tolerating all of it and not just like handling it and finding some little thing to tell your mind like you know that it's good for you it's fortifying to take the spicy stuff in my mouth but like really finding that place a whole new place where you like appreciate it and like it um and it's not you see the beauty in it you feel it you know um you're not just enduring it and kind of telling yourself that you're taking a vitamin that'll be good for you but you're not actually enjoying it so um because i think that's kind of step two where people are like no no i accept my negative emotions but it's kind of like i endure (laughs) my negative emotions um okay well i'm open for another place for everybody um i think it would be a very interesting thing to see people's palettes, metaphorical palettes open up and um, have them really embrace all the tastes um, in a real way uh, with emotions. And uh, yep, I speak on it enough. Of course, you already know this. It was just another metaphor that I thought of that I wanted to play with. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas, but usually they just aren't at all what others come up with. So that has made me feel weird for most of my life. Uh, But now I'm determined to take what makes me weird and to try to make it useful. So come and check out all the other podcasts and things that we've got going on at weirdisuseful.com.